Hey, Josh. Guess who's here with he- me, Rod? I mean, guess who's here? I'm Josh. This is Rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, are our names all fucked up again? I mean, it happens occasionally. When when I say occasionally, I mean every time we record an episode, Josh. Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here this week, Rod. You know, it's one of those weeks where I'm happy to be here. You're you're happy to be here every week, Josh. Don't lie to the people. To say you say it like like it's like a like a rare occasion. Like it's like no, when you're eighty seven. I think, I think this this episode is something a little bit different, though. This is like a full circle episode, though. Like a lot of bad shit happened in my life. Right before a lot of bad shit happened in my life, I said we should do this movie, and then yep. we're coming full circle. Yeah. Back to this movie now, and I feel like you know, spring is on the horizon. My daughter's birthday is the first day of spring, and like, you know, it. I've just, you know, when you go into, I don't know, people call them seasons. I like to call them chapters uh, of your life, like different yep. chapters, different seasons, different whatever. There's ups and downs. There's a whole bunch of stuff, but like losing people too. Like I, I've lost some more people in my life as well. I've. I've the ups and downs of life are fucking weird, but this movie yeah. has like all of that wrapped into one and a, a good positive message to keep moving forward regardless. And yeah. uh, you know what? Let's keep moving forward, man. Episode yeah. 75. Let's... of We're getting this... close, man, to, to 100. We're getting yeah, close. Like, We're going to do it is... by the end of the year. This is something uh, that I'm happy I'm doing, man, and I'm happy that you you got me out of my shell. And Murder Moose, man. It's murder moose. It's, we, it's, and murder, it's, it's and love. Murder moose, it is love, love. It is love. It's murdering moose love. And we are part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Murder moose. And, and Josh is really sexy. If you don't follow Josh on Twitter, he posts these pictures and you're just like, damn, Josh, why are you being so hot like that? Why are you being so hot like that, Josh? What, in front of the black screen? <laughs> yep. It was very like, it was very like emo core, but it, it was good, man. It, okay, so on Sunday night, it was it was funny because there was an AEW pay per view, and CM Punk came out like he had came out in in like 2005 when he was in Ring of Honor, and he came out to a AFI song from 2005, and I uh, guess that was his thing back in the day. And I'm like, damn, AFI is like, I that saw brings... this thing. I, I like, I I forget. Wait, was it on? On the radio, I don't fucking know what I, where I saw it. No, it was probably like a TikTok. I've been on TikTok a lot lately, posting my drum videos and stuff. But this guy's like, okay, so there's Machine Gun Kelly coming out and covering songs uh, from like Paramore and whoever else, right? And it's like all get all these people are giving him the backlash because they're like, that, that's my favorite song. What the fuck? And he's just like, let's put this into perspective. Like this shit was out like. That is like over a ten-year-old song, and then some other songs he's, yep. co- he's covering are like fifteen years old, and the youth of today are being reintroduced to these amazing songs through him, yep. and they think it's his, and they don't know any better because they don't fucking know shit. So yep. I, I, it's fun for me as a person who is in a pop punk band 
in the 2000 like early 2000s and yeah. uh in like late 1990s and shit and yeah and to hear this stuff coming back it's like that's my roots i'm i'm happy about it man like yeah he uh dude I, he, people a lot of people don't like him and but that dude has talent and he's had talent for a long time like even his like rap stuff that people like a lot of people didn't like was i think was pretty good it was really like it wasn't like high like i don't know it was you could tell it was like he didn't have as much money behind it as a lot of stuff like especially in hip hop kind of stuff right but totally it was it was i always enjoyed what i heard of it and he always seemed like a little bit of a crazy dude but like he always seemed nice enough, right? And he grew up in a shitty situation and has made a lot out of himself. Now he dresses like he, I don't, it's like the Met Gala, like exploding every week when you see him. He's like wearing the craziest outfits and shit like that. And him and Megan Fox are like drinking each other's blood. And I'm like, they're not hurting anyone. They're just being themselves, man. It's it's cool. It's like way better than Kanye losing his mind and like making music videos about killing Pete Davidson and shit. Well, it's it's weird and cool for me to see a full circle moment. I feel like the that twenty year gap of shit, like that your parents talked about. Wait a second, those are the pants I wore when I was in high school, and it's like yeah. all that shit's happening again. And I'm like, it makes me feel fucking old. But like, I'm, I'm talking with like my nieces and shit. They're like into uh, a lot of the same shit that I was into when I was in high school, and it's like. Wait a second. I never grew up, so I was always into that stuff, but now it's just cool to be into that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know what? I feel like there's a thing, man, where because of the internet, like retro is way more accessible than yeah. like it used to be. Like back in the day, if you wanted to listen to old music, you had to listen to like radio stations with old music on them, and kids didn't want to listen to that shit. And now, like, you can have a friend send you something when you're like 12 and like, Hey, here's like a song of a dookie from Green Day from like 1994. Song of a dookie. Yeah. <laughs> and and that stuff is like, I mean, it means a lot. It's like I've been in the last like, couple of weeks ever since uh uh Dave Grohl was on Hot Ones, I've been listening to shit tons of Foo Fighters and you sit there with Foo Fighters and you go, they're one of those bands I it it's I was talking to Jerry about this that they're like they're like it's it's crazy you you forget how many fucking just hit bangers they have like I'll banger after banger I'll after banger after, yeah <laughs> I mean you shouldn't forget but and it's the same kind of stuff it's like that stuff has been around for so long that like music is a timeless thing man like it can styles change and whatnot but like you could just a good song now is probably gonna be a good song in fifty years not meaning that everyone's gonna like it in fifty years but it's just music has that timeless art it's like you know like a painting man a paint a really cool painting is a really cool painting now and it's gonna be a really cool painting and with that being said because there's so many sub 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 genres of genres now i can't say that you know there's gonna be good songs in those weird sub sub genres but i don't think all of those songs will last the test of time oh no potentially but i'm you're saying more of the like pop culture uh, relevance of those types of songs would probably yeah be, yeah like a Foo it, Fighter song is is accessible and you know rock and roll comes and goes and same with pu- like pop punk 
for it to even be in like a conversation uh with yeah. with the youth is is yeah. kind of crazy for me to think about it cuz uh Yeah. Well, I guess hot topic is a thing, so <laughs> I mean, hot topic is a weird thing nowadays though. Hot topic is just a it's a anime uh, uh, thing, and it sells pop Funkos. That's really what's in a, a hot yeah, topic have, now, man. They have band, the band shirts. shirts and horror movie shirts. Like I get some of my horror movie shirts from there and stuff. But for the most part, I don't know. It's it's weird for me to even see some of the bands that are <laughs> yeah sold there, right? Yeah, they get weird stuff. Like there's still hip hop people that there's some like hip hop guy that like is like the most downloaded album of all time now or something like that. And it's some rapper I've never heard of. And like, I hear like the 12 year olds are all like really into it, like kids. And I'm just like, Oh, oh okay. I don't, I don't know what this is. And <laughs> Wait, how old am I again? Oh shit. I don't know. Oh, I mean, shit. I didn't know. I didn't know who the marshmallow dude was until he popped up in Fortnite. So. Oh really? The guy with the, the marshmallow head. Dude. Did you see my cover of that, of a marshmallow song I did? where I did the no. screaming. <laughs> uh-uh. I need to I need to see this. I he's EDM stuff, isn't he? I thought he was, right? Yeah, is he like, just like It's like electronic stuff, but he he does um he produces songs for like pop stars and stuff, so he'll be like the backing track for like, you know, just bigger songs. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know who he was until like he popped up in Fortnite. And then it's like I'm like old for liking Dead Mouse now because Dead Mouse was like a thing, like you know, no whatever way. years ago. He's, he's got, he's got staying power, man. Like people, yeah. Still... I mean, he's he's doing stuff with like Rez, and Rez is like one of the biggest like fucking like EDM acts around right now. Her album that she put out in January is fucking fire, dude. The fucking I have album uh, just... Dead Mouse's uh, masterclass. I never watched it, but I at one point because like this is before. I've always had the interface to do the drum stuff, but I never had the mics. So I was like yeah. really at one point looking into, cause I've always been interested in being a producer cause I've, it's just the natural progression of everything content related that I've ever created. That was like the yeah. last thing that I had to check off on the bucket list. Cause like filmmaking check photography, check uh podcast yeah. check. Like it, I was like, yeah. I need to be able to, do the music thing myself as well and the drums and getting it sounding different or what you know trying to figure it out so uh yeah. i really wanted to like kind of go down the the path of figuring out how to do techno music and stuff and side chaining stuff and <laughs> coming up with and i it was a lot and i lost interest pretty quick so <laughs> <laughs> i it's funny man because that stuff can like i feel like once you're you you don't listen to a lot of it. it a lot of it can I was seem like it's the super same thing to into you. Dubstep for a while yeah. there, but most yeah. drummers had that natural progression. Yeah, well, it's funny, man, because I've been like I was listening to older Ice Nine Kill stuff like today and, and other stuff recently, and I'm trying to listen to more for drum stuff from like talking to you and from like like that Dave Grohl interview on Hot Ones and uh, my, I, uh, my friend got told or got. A, this link sent from the Foo Fighters main Facebook page like a years back or whatever. She's like, this is my new favorite drummer. And it was a video to my buddy playing like a live set in Vancouver. And he's like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, like the news channels were like, like ringing his phone and stuff. He's like, ah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> That's cool. 
Yeah, because you listen to Grohl talk about drummers and he's real. That motherfucker's like, oh, yeah, you know a drummer the second you hear him. And I'm like, I have no context from someone who doesn't have any you know, idea about drumming. Like, I understand. Be, Every, I, I yeah. watched it too. And when he said that, I was like, fucking right. And when he also said the... You know, I met some of my idols or met some people and we had a conversation, but then I I figured out more about them from playing with them. I totally know that. And it's so hard to like explain about the conversation you have as a musician playing live music with somebody else. Like yeah. you see how stuck up they are or if they can actually, you know, have the conversation or let things happen naturally. And like I've I've had some amazing conversations with some really talented musicians over the years where yeah. it's just like a, an hour long song that we are just creating in the moment yeah oh it's, I, I miss that I mean, it's so much collaborating is a thing man it's like when you're talking about making a really good movie or you're making fuck you're making a really good meal or you're making anything like I think if you work with someone who knows that thing you're into it's like how i mean like a lot of the time when we talk to each other we're talking here and it's just recording it but like it, when you you get into something with someone that like kind of sees eye to eye or sees like you know similarly to you it, it enables you to you know see what they're about right i think and that's kind totally. of a lot of what we're talking about i mean when you connect to someone you can talk to them about bullshit it he goes, oh, this can be really cool conversations. And there's, yeah, all that stuff is like. Well, it happens sometimes it, in movies. When when I watch a movie, I can just see the like sheer amount of fun that was going on behind yep. the scenes. You could tell that whoever was directing or just, it, it might not even be down to just the director or whatever, but the like the amount of like a connection that the whole cast and crew probably like sunk into while making this it was just like a party every day and it was making something that was definitely probably more special than uh other films and i love yeah. when this film ends it ends with the 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 gag reel because movies used to do that all the time yeah and you don't yeah. see that shit anymore and i felt like this one you know, with uh, what's his name, Adam Devine. He, yeah, the comedian guy. He's, yeah, he, his ability. You could see that in the movie that he. This was probably not scripted. He was probably winging this, and then it showcases yeah. that at the end. And I'm just like, oh man, where is he from? Workaholics. Yeah, that's the one. He was workaholics, yeah. and he's done a lot of other stuff. He's funny, man. He's so and so funny. is ta the Thomas Middleditch, who's very like dry and and the, the yeah movie from Silicon pulls Valley. Off. Yeah. Yeah. This cast is, is like it's a banger cast. It's a bunch oh, dude, of yeah. a bunch of awesome comedians and uh what's her name? Melina um, what? Malin? Is that her name? Malin? Malin. Um, I don't know. Malin Ackerman. Yeah, Malin was... Ackerman. The the really good-looking blonde from Watchmen. Yep. She was in Watchmen and she was in stuff with like uh Cameron Diaz back in the day too. Her like, eyes are just fierce. Yeah, she's a very pretty lady. She's got that like smile, that like yeah. that, like piercing smile. Um, and uh, but what's her name from uh, all the American Horror Stories as well? Yeah, she's in it. And then the girl from uh, Vampire Diaries. Oh right. Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nina Dobrev, and, uh, and 
Alexander Ludwig, who was in Hunger Games. And Alias Shasquat. <laughs> yeah, from uh, from Arrested Development. Yeah. Maybe. Her name was Maybe. But Josh, let's read a synopsis for our movie that we're talking about. Final Girls from 2015. 2000, oh, it's already been that long. Okay, a young woman grieving the loss of her mother, a famous scream queen from the 80s, finds herself pulled into the world of her mom's most famous movie. Reunited, the women must fight off the film's maniac killer. Uh, this one, it's, for me, Last Action Hero was, like, I've said it on the show before, it was, like, one of those fucking movies, and that's why I wanted to see this one for the show because Last Action Hero was like a movie I remember seeing in theaters with my dad when I was a kid and going, yeah, holy shit, like this is the best thing ever. This is it literally me because I saw it at like the same age as like the kid from in the movie or the movie, probably younger yeah. actually. Um, but like just looking up and seeing like, whoa, we got a magic ticket and it made him go into the movie and like this one – they kind of rush through how that all happens in getting into the movie, but like, never explain it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like stoner it guy happens. and <laughs> a guy with a fucking bottle of vodka in the movie theater. What? Come on. What the fuck? And Why are you s- allowed to smoke and have a full bottle of vodka in a movie theater I don't, anyways? But I don't think f- cigarette ash would, or joint ash would like light up a bunch of vodka either. I actually, but... I, was, I, I watched this at my sister's house, uh, with my nieces on the weekend because they're like wait you're watching that that looks awesome i want to watch it so i watched it with my nieces and it was fucking yeah. rad and i i brought this up because i saw an episode of uh mythbusters where they yeah. debunked that theory on mythbusters with the gasoline yeah, yeah with the, the gasoline, gasoline and the cigarette, and the cigarette yeah. it just it it's too wet and it just it, yeah. it logs the the cigarette and just like gets yeah. all wet and it doesn't it combusts so and it was this was even the cigarette or the joint. It was like the ashes Ash. of the yeah. joint, and yeah, that did it. And I'm like, uh, but yeah, it's it was just a silly plot device. And it's funny because you talk about watching it with your niece. My my wife watched this with me and often doesn't like the movies we do for this podcast, but she really digs things like one of her her movies that she really likes a lot, a lot is Happy Death Day. And so this has yeah, a lot totally. of those kind of like vibes, right? Where it's like goofy that, and this is just the most. Jason Voorhees ripoff motherfucker I've ever seen in a oh, movie yeah. ever. It was like it was Jason Voorhees wearing the mask from um from like a uh, uh, freaky or, or something or yeah freaky right the with uh Vince Vaughn was that freaky? Oh, is that the mask? The, it's more uh I thought it was like more a tiki mask. mask or something. Yeah, well, it's a tiki mask, but it's like that uh the one with the guys that did Super Trooper did that dead. When oh yeah, I never saw that one, but yeah, yeah that's I know like what you're the talking same about. Mask from that, essentially. Yeah, it's the most Jason Voorhees motherfucker though, and it's funny, man, because like this movie is like also satirical because it's like they go off in the the beginning where this the mom is like did this horror movie in the '90s basically, and yeah, because it was like oh no, because it was like it was 2000. Yeah, no, it wasn't because it was 20 years ago. And so this was in 2015, and then three years after the death. So it was like 12, 12 it was like the beginning, late 80s, early 90s, whatever it was. And uh, in the synopsis, it says from the 80s. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to do the math, man. <laughs> math. 
math. I did and the she's math like, in the new Batman movie, and that means that his parents died in the early 2000s, man. They could have died. Like, I saw this, uh, this meme from uh, Shithead Steve on Instagram. Best account ever, by the way. It's just like, uh, do the math on the Batman. They could have died taking their son to Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw the Shrek line. I didn't know where it was from. By the way, we were talking. Let's talk about that for a second before we right. go on with this. We both really liked it. I said that movie. It, nothing. I, I couldn't point out what, but I'm like, this movie feels a little bloated, and the the Return of the Rings seven endings was a little bit much. But I I really can't say anything that's like specifically wrong with it, right? Like the movie, I enjoyed the shit out of Robert Pattinson. As emo kid is very like you know, but it's cool to see Bruce Wayne actually grieving and being emotional about it instead of being yeah. like this suave asshole that is yeah. a complete like you know, flip a coin from Batman. I felt like this yeah. was more real, a real take on the costumes, a real take on how you know, because he's younger in his career as Batman, the city yeah. hasn't fully adopted him as their savior he's the vigilante and i love the opening bit where he's like they're scared of me and it's just people yeah. like oh fuck looking at the shadows and just getting wigged out and piecing yeah. out of doing bad things yeah. it's like that's what he was trying it was it was such a cool dark gritty take on batman even more so than the dark knight which was yep. done so well but i loved i loved the um, the realism in this, like the things yep. where he was, he did things not perfect and like yep. stumbled and, you know, like I love that type of stuff. And it showed that, I don't know. And in the fucking car was so dope. The Batmobile yeah. was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. It, the cast is great. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything cause it just came out, but like, that movie is it was a lot of fun. Colin Farrell as the Penguin was fucking dope. So and good. then, and then what do you call him as the Riddler was fucking a that dude that that motherfucker was so believable because like mm -hmm. he just seems like he seemed like He's basically great in everything though. Like have you ever seen? Oh yeah, there will be blood. So good. Yeah, that and my favorite thing with him. For most of the watching was Swiss Army Man, but he's yeah, really yeah. fucking good with with Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, but he just came off like someone who would actually do this insane shit in like real life, and kind of want to make it made me want to see like an R rated cut of this film. But I'm like, are you gonna add stuff? Like I don't know. But it was Cat good. Woman so was yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz's daughter is a very talented lady. Yeah, very talented lady. Uh, yeah, so man, I I love this movie for uh, uh, Back to Final Girls. It just plays on so many tropes. Um, and See, this is like, like a good like one two punch from last week because it's like it's taking the comedy, but it's also like it's putting it in the hands of obvious filmmakers that have like the hugest boners for horror, and they know yep. all of the things that they love, and they're willing to just pepper them all in and yeah and have fun with it too yeah do it well yeah there's and have fun yeah there's it. so much there's so much of it because this movie ends up being ends up being a fun movie instead of a scary movie but that has scary elements you know that we from movies we do love and like the the characters all transition from like 
the real world to the movie world. And then I they wake up like at the end. movies like this so much because we're really obsessed with like the Scream universe and it being so yeah. self-aware and like so yep. meta. This is like meta on top of meta because they're literally like making fun of it as it's happening to them. Type yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does a lot where it's like, it, also, it's always interesting to see a really well done PG thirteen horror movie because, like, especially in America, it it happened for a while. Like when you go after back to Sixth Sense time and all the stuff that happened with that, and like that was the weird weird time where the 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 scream movies were kind of transitioning into like you know PG thirteen versions of them and stuff like that. And uh, this movie, I mean, now you got like, things like Happy Death Day we talked about, um, but it doesn't happen that often. Like most of the time you get stuff like this and it's like R rated. Right. And so it's good to see someone because like you could still make a good horror movie for PG 13 and this movie does it. All they do really do is avoid showing blood and shit when, when kills happen. And you don't need that. Like it's like your imagination, as we say all the time. Your imagination is more fucked up than anything you're ever going to show on the screen. I mean, not maybe not for everyone, but for but you and did, I. And <laughs> they did things really well in this, though, too. Like the yeah the 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 main thing that uh fuck what the hell is that? There's like a weird hair. <laughs> <in my mouth. laughs> the, the like flashback sequences where it's like dripping yeah. down and then it turns yeah and they like they talk about it like, Oh, am I having a stroke? I can't see any color, but like, it's easy, fun things like that, that just like it, it takes this movie and it's execution of what it's, what it's trying to do to the next level. And you really have to appreciate like the, the interaction with like the 3d text. It's like, Oh, back in the eighties. And then they trip over it and stuff. It's like, I love the attention to detail on that type of stuff. Cause it just, it adds so much more to the movie. They take these usual tropes and like techniques and they turn them into like comedic elements, which is cool, right? It's yeah. like the and dude, I like the uh, the uh, the character, the main what was his name, Billy something? I don't know, Billy the killer, the whole whatever his fucking name was, Billy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the guy who plays Billy Murphy, if you look at the IMDb, is the most Viking looking motherfucker I've ever oh, seen totally. on like. He's he's been a lot of other stu- stuff as a stuntman. It looks like it's it's funny because usually they just hire stuntmen to be like uh, killers in these set movies, right? Because they're not. You're you know what I will I will give you if you don't think a fucking slasher in a slasher movie is a is acting, you're you're wrong. It's very limited in what they can do, but you can emote a lot. You go back and look at what Kane Hodder did did as like fucking Jason and even like Victor Crowley and stuff. You're like show a lot of emotion with just like head turns and like that kind of stuff. So like when you find I, one of these I guys, I always who... think of uh, like when a stunt person turned uh, actor Zoe Bell, like, like from Quentin Tarantino movies, like all yeah. the car stuff. He was like, no, yeah. like he gave her a script and she's like, wait a second. I'm on every fucking page. Oh, I'm acting. Ah, and she was like scared to do that. And he's like, no, you're a fucking star. Like, get your ass over yeah. here. And that was yeah. de- that was death proof. Right. Like that movie was so yeah. fucking cool. And it yeah, just, that, mo- that movie, it's funny for a stunt. I feel like death proof is one of those movies that like non non people who aren't crazy like movies about movies like you and I, I mean, and I'm not saying you don't like movies. 
I feel that movie was very much made for hardcore movie fans and like a lot of people just didn't like that and it like I do not like that, that movie it was so cool. Well, I mean, like me, I saw it in the theater in like the Of course. In the that, whole the, the, the yeah. grindhouse like it yeah. was amazing. But, but that that whole combination of stuff was just I think a lot of people went in and did not know what the fuck to expect and were like what what is this? Like man, I I, I keep going. It's funny. There was someone, um, someone on Twitter tweeted out today. I, I'm just saying words together, and it made me <laughs> laugh. Uh, say, uh, and you'll get a joy out of this. Uh, someone said to break the simulation. Just say that you enjoyed Halloween Kills, Scream 22, and Texas Chainsaw 22 in a room full of horror purists. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I responded, I enjoyed all of them. Do a fucking windmill at the same time. <laughs> I said, I said, I enjoyed all of them. Throw Malignant on the list to make it more fun because there's a lot of people really didn't like Malignant. He also, I gotta rewatch right? it. Like I said, yeah. man, the subject you were in a bad and like yeah. just me being down and yep. also, I don't know, man. Like, cause I, in my head, you know, you start to like romanticize filmmakers and their movies. Yeah. And yep. like James Wan, I've really started to like really have him high in high regard in my head from like not the Aquaman movies or anything like that. But like, you know, I really enjoyed Saw uh, becoming this huge franchise that it is. The Conjuring, like, you know, as, as overplayed and overdone as that whole thing is, when it came out, I was just blown away by its execution yeah. and how actually scary it made like it was to me the first yeah. you know like it's so overdone now but like when it first came out come on go back to that there wasn't yeah. an abundance of that type of movie at that time yeah. and it especially one's done that fucking well and it i was like wow this is amazing so when i saw malignant and it was like uh a high you know bigger budget studio horror film but with that mentality of like b and like not taking itself yeah. overly too seriously trying something new i didn't take any of that stuff into account when watching it and i was feeling pretty down so yep. i don't know man it, it that's go, something to be said too man like when if you force yourself to watch a movie and you're really not in the right headspace it's gonna yeah. it's gonna make you feel probably not as good about that film and I, I, yeah. I, I kind of wonder about some of these film critics and, you know, purists and all that. The keyboard warriors of the Internet. How yep. happy are these people on a daily basis anyways? And are they even able to be happy with something? Yeah. I and I like I think you and I, the thing that one of the things we really, you know, have in common, we just try to enjoy movies. And it's like. We we talked about it like with Bloodfest last week. Bloodfest is a B movie that no, it's not like this is the greatest movie of all time, but it's fun. And it's the same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. Like, does it have every like I had a I had fucking uh Captain Kaku Punch was messaging me on on Twitter about it and he was like, Oh, he would never have survived all those shots and stuff. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, it's a horror movie and That's it's a, a slasher and slasher. A slasher. Yeah. That they're, yeah, slasher, they're bigger than they're they're stronger than human. They're yeah. like it makes you think. Wait, are they like, you know, yeah. something not natural? 
And that's a lot of that was one of the big themes in the new in Halloween Kills, right? Like what what was Michael Myers and what like what did like the people turn him into? I know you didn't like my, but I'm just saying it's another thing that was like uh, recently that came out that does dives in that same subject. And I feel that like this movie because that one is going to be part of a trilogy. The third movie could come swoop around and make me like the second one more by it yeah. being good. Yeah. Type thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a lot. That the, that's. It's very contextual. Like I, I don't. We were we were both little. I mean, uh, I don't even know. No, we were both not even alive when Empire Strikes Back came out, right? I wonder how many people were like pissed off about how that 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 movie ends on a downer, right? So were people all pissy about how the Empire Strikes Back what ended in the day? I don't know. Most, I don't know. Most people that I know that saw it when it came out. Um were like this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life but they were like completely yeah. all in already with the new hope that i'm all also i'm weird though because like i when i was growing up i always preferred return of the jedi to uh empire strikes back well, so did, but so did i when i was a kid but that's because it yeah. had ewoks and the that and like a whole bunch of fun stuff but like yeah. you know now watching them empire strikes back is fucking amazing a new hope yeah. is actually kind of boring to be honest in my eyes but yeah. i love yeah. it. i don't know yeah did you know there's like fucking 12 new shows coming out <laughs> like there's i i, there's I figured as much shows. It's gonna, yeah i mean gonna be yeah insane. we have the the uh obi-wan shows coming out we have a the the orange lady from <laughs> from all the stuff and yeah ahsoka and there's yeah, there's a lot coming out. I mean, just like that, there's a lot of Marvel shows coming out. Moon Knight comes out this month. So I'm excited to see like this is the first um kind of bigger character that has been in just like introduced in a long time in Marvel that hasn't had like some sort of Easter egg or end credit scene or something to like introduce them. It's he's just like, here's I got a new show. Like, how is this gonna yep. And the amount of like, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Marvel geek, so like the amount of carnage that we're gonna see on screen very soon with the Multiverse of Madness is, I'm excited yeah. because there's gonna be so many weird things that they can introduce that can yeah. go into, and then after that to to see the new uh like cartoon Spider Man come out and stuff like I I'm so obsessed with Spider Man, have been yeah. since I was a little kid. So I'm just I'm excited that they're doing it so well right now. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff. Um, we should probably talk about Final Girls more. <laughs> Whatever, we we're are. talking about movies. <laughs> we are, we are, and I love you, Todd um, Stratus. What is what else has Todd Stratus done? More comedies. That makes sense. Isn't it romantic and a very Harold and Kumar Christmas is the director other films that uh, he's worked on. Yeah, he's done a lot of weird, it looks like TV movies and stuff like that. Um, he did a video short called Big Pussy. I mean, big, juicy, vagina. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he worked with, uh, he did a, uh, a movie, yeah, isn't it romantic with uh, Rebel Wilson? I saw who, it. It was I, pretty funny. Was it? Yep. I like her a lot, man. She's funny. I, I, I uh, that's one of my guilty pleasure movies. Is uh, 
wait, what the fuck is it called that she's in? The Isn't it romantic? No, not that movie. Uh, the other movie she's in. The one that I mean, like, made she... Rebel Wilson. Uh... You mean Bridesmaids? No, Pitch Perfect. Oh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, he's working. The, the director's doing a Pitch Perfect TV show, too, I saw. They're doing a Pitch Perfect TV show. Did you know that? I did not know that. I really like really, Pitch, per- really Pitch Perfect. I really, really, overly enjoyed That was that one and Josie and the Pussycats growing up. Like, I, I've always, like, had these, like, I don't know, musical-style movies or whatever. Yeah. Anything to do with music that's done well in film, I, I usually like it, so. Dude, Repo, the genetic... Genetic yes. opera is so, so fucking badass. That's like it, that Tokyo movie, if you, Gore Police, or yeah, like they they felt very similar. <laughs> Tokyo Gore Police isn't a is a isn't a, a musical though. I know, but I bitch. meant just because of the amount of blood and how funny yeah. it was and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, we we talked about it, but the cast of this film is absolutely fucking bonkers. Like, it, like you recognize everyone. I mean, you get into oh, yeah, some Adam of the Divine is in Pitch Perfect, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's it's funny if you hear about him uh, go to uh, the the audition for that. He didn't know it was a musical. He thought it was a baseball movie, <laughs> and like he he went in and he hadn't prepared a song, and like I think it's like he talked about it on some interview, and I think it might have been a uh, hot ones actually, and I think he was like. His agent told him to go, uh, go out for it because they wanted him, and he didn't know what it was. And I'm just, it was that man is funny. He, they did him and the other guys from Workaholics did some weird, uh, Die Hard like movie that was on Netflix. I liked a lot. Um, oh, really? It was, it was kind of silly, but yeah. Uh, he, that guy is funny as shit, though. He was one of those guys that worked his ass off and like to becoming, you know, famous, right? So, um, yeah. So we'll go over this a little more. Uh. So the movie starts yeah with uh Nancy and her daughter Max Cartwright who's uh Tessa Formiga, uh she's the one from all the the American Horror Stories and then yep. Nancy is Malin Ackerman who's been in a lot of like romantic comedies and stuff like that. Um, she she I forget what movie she was in with uh with uh what do you call her? And now my brain is farting. Cameron Diaz. She played her sister in some movie because she does have that Cameron Diaz kind of look to her. Totally. Uh, but they, uh, they're they going out and, like, the mother's applying for jobs because they, uh, she, they're about to, like, they can't pay their bills. And she's, she doesn't, hasn't been a big actor ever since making the slasher movies, 20, uh, slasher movie, Blood, was it called Blood Camp? Camp Blood or something like that. Another, another thing that's, like, just fucking straight out of fucking, uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, because that's like the uh, the the nickname they call Camp Crystal Lake is Camp Blood, right? Yeah. So like they call this movie. This is such a like a, a like a dedication blatant. to, yeah, yeah, blatant. I mean, even the fucking the killer looks exactly like Jason, besides his mask. He's bald, a big, bald with a like scarred Machete. head, and machetes. Yep. Yep. Machetes, 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 and he'll kill with other things. He doesn't care. <laughs> Um, and dude, th- they're driving like after at home after some audition or something like that. And the, the mother, the the mom and the daughter are fucking cute as shit. And then these two like they get fucking t boned real bad. And then they jump to three years in the future, and the mother died. And uh, basically, Max is just trying to get through. Is she trying to get through high school or college? I <laughs> couldn't 
tell, to be completely honest. Um, I don't know. I just say most of these are high school anyways, but then, you know, everyone's 30 that they have in the movie. So it's like yeah. another bunch yeah. of 30-year-olds doing high school. Things. Yeah. Don't they don't isn't that a line in here or do they said something about that like like when a 30 year old plays at high school but like that's the thing though like that's very confusing uh because i don't know it's in every movie it's like no one looks like that in high school yeah yeah you're like like pimpled and growing into your you know body and all this shit yeah um and so these two like she's i, I assume she's in high school too but her and her friends are uh, basically Thomas Middleditch's character. Duncan is the stepbrother of uh, Allie Schwakatz. How the fuck do you say that name? I've never even looked at her name before in something uh, is Gertie Michaels. They're like stepbrother, stepsister and Gertie. She's awesome. And I've loved yeah, her, like, Max. everything. But yeah, I she's never, such. I've never said her name. Did you ever see she's... Whip It? That was a good one. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen Whip It. Drew Barrymore I think the directed only... it. It's like uh, it's a roller derby movie, right? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I think the only thing I've ever seen her in was uh, oh, I didn't realize she's on Big Mouth too. If you've never seen Big Mouth, I really enjoy Big Mouth. Uh, the 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 show about eighth graders going through puberty and on Netflix with uh Nick Kroll and everything like that. Never is, seen it. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, it's real. They get away with showing shit that you're like, how are they showing this? And then like they have the pu- like how they express what puberty does to you. They have the hormone monster and they all have hormone monsters. They're like the different. They're different hormone monsters from different kids. And you just you see a lot of cock and balls and like stuff that like you're like why am i seeing this and yeah they're like they have talking vaginas the show is fucking nuts but i like it a lot um it sounds like the yeah and jackass it, it's just nothing but cock and balls <laughs> cock and balls for days um so basically they have uh uh, uh duncan wants to the the girls to come to this the camp blood screening because because Max is the daughter of Nancy, right? Uh, so he like bribes her to go by like get, saying he'll do all her homework so she she could go. That's like which is more like you know like horror tropes or you have a nerdy guy trying to get other people to come do stuff with him, right? You know. Uh, and they showed a screening, and that and this is where you were talking about like the movie starts, and they are some guy is drinking a bottle, just has a whole bottle of vodka in the theater. The uh, another guy is just lit up a joint like before the movie even starts, <laughs> and the 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 guy drops his vodka. It rolls down the the like to the front of the theater, and the joint like this uh, ash drops and catches it on fire. Whole theater goes up, and they uh, Max grabs a machete for someone that had like had been dressed up like Billy uh, Billy whatever his name Burphy. And cuts open the screen, and it's kind of it, which acts like the ticket. And you talk about uh, Last Action Hero, where it gets them into the theater, into the movie, and they figure out like they're sitting there in the van that the the main characters were popping into in this movie. Roll by them, and they're like, "Hey, what's up? Do you know where this camp is?" But that's like, no. this is and, where 
the there's a difference between the last action hero and this movie and i what i really overly liked what they did in this one every 72 minutes because they're like what the fuck and they let them drive past 90, 92 yeah minutes later yeah it uh they come back so that it is literally the movie on a loop and they're stuck in yeah. the actual movie so if they yep. know the rules of the movie they can use that to their advantage whereas in last action hero yeah it's just a, a city where these things are just kind of going on in like a a, a world and yeah you know, like i i like this adaptation of it better because it well i don't know they're, they both have their things because if you yeah. if you look at it like oh these people and these characters live in like a movie world and they're the actual characters and you know they can't yeah. get hurt like in last action hero whereas this one it's like it's just a loop and uh they've messed my, with it and it starts changing things my favorite part of the last action hero is when the ice cream truck explodes and like the ice cream cone goes into the guy's head and kills him. <laughs> it is so good also when like like uh uh, Arnold just like lights up the 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 dynamite and throws it in the dumpster with the guy. <laughs> but yeah, so, so they. Good. It's so it's such dude. I rewatched it like in the last couple of years ago for the first time in in forever, and I was like, "Fuck, that's hysterical!" And this it's movie so is misogynistic too. Like that's what I noticed in yeah watching it in, in you know modern times. It's like holy yeah. crap. The only reason any female character is in this movie is just to be like gawked at or told they're not good, essentially. Like, get out of yeah. here. Yeah, it's there are parts of that movie. I mean, there are a lot of nineties movies like now you go back to I mean you nineties and before, but fucking not even that. It's just like you go back and you're like, This stuff wouldn't have ever happened now. No. But and you could you could look at it with that like in that like context, it makes it easier to watch. Because of Ripley, uh, she yeah. came and made sure everyone knew that a good badass female character was the way of the future. <laughs> it's true, man. It really is. It really is. That's why my my fat French bulldog's named Ripley because she's a badass. Who's also the, a little chunk. That Netflix series last night, the like going behind the scenes of those movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I watched the the alien movies that made us. Yeah. It was so good. Well, I, I, I've seen all the ones that I actually wanted to watch, but I hadn't watched that one, so I watched it last night, and I'm like, yeah. it's so fucking true, though, that Ripley I, came and was a badass, and everyone was like, oh, wait, let's do that. <laughs> it's so funny, man, because we're talking about Final Girls, the movie, and Ripley's a final girl that never gets brought up in the final girl con conversation, and I'm like, every time, I'm like, what about Ripley? Like, I know you got Laurie Strode, and you got, like, you know... uh. Sydney Prescott and you got like you could pick out whatever chick from the Friday the 13th movies you like but like or Nancy from Nightmare but like you you can't talk about fucking you know Ripley like one of the baddest ass motherfuckers in any movie let alone like and she's a final girl especially in Alien Aliens she's a Aliens is less of a horror movie than Alien right but movie. yeah yeah so uh, so basically they get passed by this van like three times. Is it like two or three times? And yeah. then they finally realize that they're just going to get into it and like go to this camp and they tell them they're a bunch of like camp counselors. Uh, and it is very, very, uh, like she, 
Max we meets her mom again. Counselors. Well, we do now. Yeah, <laughs> we do now. They just kind of go with it, which is the best part. Like, they just keep talking about it. They're like, no, we don't have any new ones. Yeah, ah, I guess we're going like, with it. That that's also like a, a perfect trope of these types of movies, like last week and this week, where if anything else happens that uh, you have to put your brain aside, this type of stuff helps you with that it's like oh well the characters are just going to accept it so anything stupid or that you would potentially question right away it's like well now yep. you have to do the same right because you're just along yep. for a popcorn fun ride well especially like when you get into like they they meet the fucking billy billy fucking murphy guy like pretty early on when two of the other counselors go off in the woods to bang and the the dialogue is so funny because they make it as bad as they can, and she's like the 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 chicks like what oh, you can do it go anywhere you want or something like that to the the like the hunky black guy, yeah. and and then uh, she's like gonna start taking her shirt off and it's they make it even it's even more hardcore than like uh, Jason right like because obviously Jason wants like as soon as like people are banging he goes and kills them because people banging was why he drowned because they didn't see him and yeah um but like in this movie like if you take off your shirt he comes and starts killing you and it's pretty funny because well, that which is also it's real clever because it's a great way to go with the PG-13 right because you're not showing boobs in a PG-13 movie most of the time unless you I don't get how they get away with it sometimes they do like like the total recall remake which was God, so bland. But they had to have the three boobed lady in it, even though it was PG thirteen, right? Um, yep. God, that movie's bland. That and Total Recall, man. Both those remakes, I'm just both like, why, why? Yeah, that's bland. Where, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't hate the Total Recall make remake, but it's like you're going up against like something that had a lot more fun than it looked like you did <laughs> remaking yep. it. It's yep. kind of like you know. Um, we keep bringing it up, but uh, let me in versus let the right one in, and and that's Matt Reeves too. He just did the fucking Batman movie and he killed yep. it, but he remade a movie that didn't need to be remade, and I, my respect level for him goes down a little bit because of that. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't know, like because he killed it on the the Planet of the Apes movies, and I felt like the new Batman felt a lot like what he did with the second uh, Planet of the Apes ending and you knowing that it was such a weird place. To, well, not a weird place, but like an end cliffhanger because yeah. it, the next one's definitely going to start right where this one ended off. And I feel that yeah. almost the same way about the Batman series too. Like it, he's yeah. setting it up for the trilogy that is going to have. And I fucking kudos, man. But like, yeah, I don't know. This, yeah. this movie is fun first and it S is super self-aware that it is fun the entire time as yeah. well so yeah yeah it gets you can start getting like a real indication of how uh, bonkers everything is like when when billy comes up billy murphy comes up and starts killing the two um like the characters are like oh he won't do anything to us we're not part of the movie and then after a little bit you're like they build up the tension a lot and then Fucking Thomas Milditch, Duncan. Are they Duncan. just walking around with like corn syrup in their veins or something? It does it. Oh wait, no. Oh, uh, 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 it's actual blood. Gross. Uh. <laughs> like yeah, Duncan. So Duncan good. is like the the like the movie nut in this 
because obviously he was the one who got Max to come into the, yeah. you know, the screening of this, and he just thinks it's all movie magic. No, it's blood. You're just like licking this dead girl's blood, <laughs> you sicko. Um, but that adds yeah, and the to top- it in two different ways, right? Like it's so comedic, yeah. but then it also sets it up for you're actually going to see some horrific stuff. So it's good. Yeah. Because like, you don't know, like you don't know at this point whether those characters are actually in danger, right? Until like this like happens, and like Tom Duncan gets like macheted in the side, which comes back later, and is pretty funny. But uh, and then they so they're running away, and this is where they're trying to run away from the camp, and they just start doing the looping thing where that they try. It's like they run out of bounds, like on a video game map, and then they keep coming back, and yeah. it, and it's pretty funny. They're like, you can't leave. You can't leave. <laughs> um, and it like the this when they get back with the other counselors, this is where the uh, the badass like the the final girl who so supposed to survive the movie uh, comes in with her like badass car and is just like just a total tough girl, right? And. She's like, she, she's the one who goes, we don't have new counselors, right? She like, like she's another one who says it because they use that the joke a couple of times, and they, they are like, well, what is going to happen with this guy? And he come, he Billy comes back to the camp, and this is, <laughs> so what do you call her? Uh, the new girl, what's her name? It's uh, what the fuck was the new girl's name? Tina was it? I don't know. Paula? Oh, it was Paula. Paula was supposed to be the final girl and she, she ends up trying to leave. And when she tries to leave with, uh, with Adam, uh, divine's Kurt and then car, they <laughs> fucking Duncan runs out and gets like fucking plowed with the car. And is like, he comes, he like lands in the most, it's like, it's almost Looney tunes. Like, right. With the bones and stuff yeah. like that. It's and so how I love it. Yeah. His legs are like, like, <laughs> and there was like stuff in like, so like a lot of the stuff that happened right before this was like, was like Max trying to get her mom not to have sex, even though her mom wasn't like, because everyone who has sex in the movie dies. And so she's trying to, she, it's, it's a, there's this real cool message of like dealing with loss in this film. And like, it, it's like, it uses this movie in the situation to like make someone who, probably hasn't really dealt with her mother's loss like forces her to deal with it right it's like loss is a hard thing to deal with as a human being like especially with losing loved ones right and it's funny under a goofy pg-13 slasher film that has like elements of last action hero that they're trying to tell that like what it really means to deal with loss right and letting go when you have to um and all this it it it's really like not hard. Like the movie after this ends up going into like, we got to kill Billy. And so they set up a trap, which is probably one of the better scenes of the movie where they, uh, they trap the, (laughs) the one character, the one, I think it was Tina who was in the film. is like, wants to get naked the entire time. And so when they're, they're like, okay, we're going to use this to set up a trap for Billy. But they they fucking duct tape her in like like uh, oven mitts and like a life preserver. And 
<laughs> and she's just she's the dumb they took they took the dumb the dumb like slutty girl in in uh, slasher films and they turned her up to like 11 right they're like oh yeah this girl you're like how is this girl walking and breathing at the same time you know <laughs> she's how did she not die when she took all those pills too <laughs> yeah she took like 30 adderalls her heart would have exploded yeah like because they didn't have Adderall like at the time in this movie, right? And I then, took your uh, Tic Tacs. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her heart would. Dude, the first time I ever had Adderall, I was like sitting there. I was like, I need a cigarette. Like it was such a like a, like a stimulant. Like you know, nicotine's a stimulant. And I was like, oh, I need that. Like and it was like I was all buzzed out on it. And I'm like, and I, I, I'm prescribed it, uh, uh, Ritalin, as Josh and I are very ADHD. Is I'm sure no I one's ever noticed on this like podcast, it, but not like it. I don't know. It's a, a yeah. slower release. Yeah. Um. So they use they use the crazy girl to like Adderall girl to uh, lure in Billy by trying to take off her clothes, and. When he comes in, I do appreciate that they hit him with something and he gets knocked on the like antlers on the wall. Yeah, and that was, good. that was a good scene. Yeah, I, the only thing with that, I was like, I, I was like, I don't know, maybe it was that like the horror, like the gore hound that I am. When he got off of him, when there was like nothing on the on the That's on the, the antlers, it's nice. And uh, yeah, I know, and squeaky. But then, yeah, like, the very next scene is a wicked slow motion of him like on fire like coming out the window in they're like what's happening (laughs) yeah they did a the stunt the stunt guy did a really good job in this film and like they had a you can uh, you can really tell that they really they went practical with that man they lit this motherfucker on fire because you can see like you can see his hand you can see the uh i mean obviously you could see the like uh the anti-flame retardant stuff on him, like in his hands specifically. Cause you don't want to burn those guys, man. Like fucking Kane Hodder got real fucked up doing that, that yep. Friday seventh burn where it was like 45 seconds or something insane like that. Like but he's crazy. Yeah, he is. He is. Kane Hodder's an extreme motherfucker. He was like in a hospital for like eight months or something insane like that after that, wasn't it? It was like a real long time. He got fucked up bad. I don't know. Um, like I've heard um, one of the other uh, Jasons that played Jason, and I think he might have played someone else as well. Like he came to uh, uh, Calgary HorrorCon and was just like telling the craziest stories about Kane Hodder and stuff. Because like they're yeah. all – anyone that's been the character – they're all just yeah. like that's a small fucking group of people, right? And yeah. uh George P. Wilbur obviously was there as well as you know, being one of the Mike well, he played it the most, I think, of anyone. He played it like yeah. three separate times. But um that was Mike, not Jason. And yeah. uh yeah, him saying just yeah, he's he's literally that crazy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched the Camp Crystal Lake thing, the the documentary about those mi- movies? Because it is fucking uh, phenomenal. It's really, really, really good. Like they go into such detail. Like I don't watch documentaries all that often anymore, but I watched that and I was like, "Fuck, this is good." And it's like six and a half hours long. It's really long, but it's really good. Or four and a half. It's really long. Yeah, but I don't you should know. check I, it out. I love those types of things, man. I love knowing more. I I love the, yeah. the craft. The, and like just how much work goes into yeah. it because people that just go and see movies 
don't appreciate it at all. And yeah. like for the Batman just to swing back again to do that end credit thing. There's nothing after it. It's just a little thing. But like, you know, it's it's like you're supposed to stay and appreciate the credits as well, because that's how many yeah. people worked on the film. That's a lot of people. Usually, especially with a movie that's three hours long, I have to pee by the time. The oh, I, I took a break during the movie as as well as more than half the theater. Like it's too long. Yeah. That's like yeah. especially we went and saw it uh ten forty five showing, so the movie doesn't even start until after eleven because of the trailers. So we didn't get out of the theater until two thirty in the morning. Like, dude, I don't I don't know the last time I was up at two thirty in the morning. You fucking madman. I'm too old for that shit. I'm gonna that pull was the Dan last and... time I was up that late in a long time, dude. Except for when I was like having trouble sleeping. That's... Yeah. Yeah, but this whole end of the film turns into a uh, a giant. We gotta kill this guy, and the final girl has to. The, they, I do like that lore in the movie where it's like you can't kill him, Billy, until you're the final girl. Like no other characters can be alive, or no other female characters can be alive. I guess. Because uh, Alexander Ludwig's Chris Chris's character was still alive at the end, right? Yeah. But it was him and uh, and Max were the two remaining characters, and they had a re- the really good thing where like the dealing with the loss, right, is where like Max is you get this the 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 plan out of her that she's really trying to get Nancy her her mom her mom quote unquote uh, to survive and come back into the real world with her because you know she misses her mom so much. And I love how Nancy's like, you know, I, she's like talked about how she wanted to have kids and, you know, family and all that stuff. And she goes, she realizes after Max tells her everything, she's like, I'm, it was like her way of providing something for her daughter, even though it wasn't her daughter. And it's really a sweet thing. And it's a real sweet moment. Um, oh, just sorry, like that. Yeah. Such a sweet moment. I had to kiss the wifey poo. She's going to bed. Going to bed. And I, I didn't. I thought she'd be sweet a sweet moment. I, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna pull out my penis. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. So, uh, everyone else gets killed in one way or another, and it it's they do effective kills in this movie for like it being PG thirteen, right? Like they he turns the one guy's head around backwards. Um, he stabs a couple of characters. And I I think they do a good enough job of like minimizing the carnage, but like making the carnage like your imagination go with it. Again, it's like things like Happy Death Day, right? Well, um, like the first thing that happens to him when he gets the machete in the side and it's just stuck there. It's funny, yeah. but it's effective too because it looks like yeah. he's actually like incurred some carnage or whatever. Right? Yeah. Oh, then the best part about that though is like after at the end as soon as as soon as nancy dies it's like it's like a power up for max right she like goes into like she goes into super laurie strode and like knows kung fu and shit (laughs) yeah because it shows that like that trope all of a sudden they're like fuck you like at the end of so many movies and it's like they have superpowers but they really they played it up almost like scott pilgrim style where it was like yeah yeah you have to defeat all your bosses and as soon as you do you're you're powered up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've been playing elden ring there's a lot of boss killing to do <laughs> and and leveling up um and a lot of deaths oh dude i've died 
I've died 300 times or nearly 300 times. I've died a lot of times. I My mods keep track. Those they keep clicky, track. clicky games are just boring to me. Clicky, 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 clicky. Clicky, clicky. I yeah, have like, fun with it. I don't know. Like, and like games like Diablo and stuff. It's just like click over. Yeah, go over here now. Click now. Go over here. Like, I'd never. I'm like, why? Why does everyone like this fucking game? It's just clicky, clicky, <laughs> clicky, clicky. Click. There's nothing to it. It's not fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. It's just not for everyone. That's all. Um, yeah. So that's a cool moment. And she, she like, she does the cool move that they they never showed. But Nancy, not Nancy, the uh, Paula, the final girl who, the, in the movie, like supposed to like swing in like the the machete around and then decapitate Billy. And it, it was. It, it but seems it, like it's so satisfying too when it happens. Yeah. You're just like oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like you, decapitation is pretty like satisfying, even without blood, right? Like yeah. in a horror movie, so like you don't need blood for that to be, and it's like that cool thing where you they get to see carnage but not see carnage, right? Um, uh, you know, one of the favorite, my favorite parts of this whole film is when they uh they go into the the flashback and uh, and he keeps uh, getting Nina... fucking blown up in the porta potty, like it's yeah, so brutal, yeah. man. But no, when when Nina. Dobrev, the Vicky Summers character in the movie, she's like the one. She's from Vampire Diaries, but she uh, she gets blood on her in the flashback, and it's all black and and white and like you know. And then they come back to the present, and she's got like blood all over her face, yeah. and she she doesn't realize it. And everybody's like, "What the fuck has happened to you?" And they just run um, out. Oh my god! That's when the the original the final car girl, like crashes yeah. the car and blows up and stuff. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I love, I love how Kurt just like fucking yeets through the car windshield, just yeets. But the reason that all happened, they're trying to get away, and then the guy from the beginning comes out. Hey, I'm not dead, guys. You can't say that. Yeah, and it. He he gets fucking plowed over, and uh, Kurt goes through the windshield, and then Paula catches on fire. It's a very. It's they, they do a lot. <laughs> they do a lot of death without it. Yeah, the the uh, they basically took the whole like the kids made fun of Jason Voorhees, and instead they like turned it into like a lot of. I mean, that's a lot of like uh, slasher tropes, like things like the burning. Have you ever seen the burning where they like they were yeah. fucking with a guy and, it, and it's like it, the the hedge clippers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that movie's got some brutal shit in oh, it, man. Yeah, but it's like that poster alone is like complete ripoff like well actually that movie is just a blatant ripoff of friday the 13th of friday the 13th yeah yeah um the best part though like the whole thing then at that very end there they're like they're like oh yeah we got out and it's just it's just uh chris and max who have liked each other for the whole time and they finally kiss and then they're like max wakes like like passes out and wakes up in a hospital and all our friends are there Duncan and Kurt and uh, not Kurt, Max and Duncan and Chris and Vicky and uh, Gertie are all there with her. And <laughs> Duncan pulls up his shirt where he took the machete and it's just like, there's, he's like, look at my machete wound that's been terribly stitched together. Uh, and then they, they, the twist in the whole ending is that they've actually been, they've actually progressed into the sequel. Which, Which is so is, funny and satisfying for a movie like this, because so, to end like that, too. Yeah. Because it, it, 
you know, who knows if this will ever get a sequel. I would love it to. I, I don't know how successful it was in the box office, yeah. and that would be the only thing that would grant it getting its own sequel. But um, I think it deserves it. It's a fun movie. Yeah. And if they did it I'll... all again, just like Happy Death Day, they made like two of those, and I think they're making a third one. It's just going to be more of the same stuff, but it is a cheap enough thing to make at Blumhouse, yeah. and it it's one of those movies that is so great. I have to ask. There were more than two of these movies in this universe, right? That yeah. I think they talked about. So, do you think that the 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 double feature they were going to was for the first two movies? Are they going to be stuck in one and two, or are they going to be stuck in all of them? Oh. I used, I was thinking, I, I was thinking only one and two. Feature. So that would be the yeah, reason a, why they would be going into the second movie. But yeah, because they were both there. But at the same time, if they were stuck in the movie because it was being project you know these are the like those rules that you start talking about like uh time travel movies and you start going down that fucking yeah. rabbit hole you'll just get yeah. stuck right so oh, i forgot about that it was actually that's i i'm glad you brought that up because i totally forgot that there was a double feature and that makes sense yeah. a little more sense uh why they would be in the, the second one but they went to the sequel, yeah. I mean, otherwise you go, are they just gonna get in all of the movies? I just assumed they were in the f- the first two was my guess because it was a double feature. I so love that. I love that. I'm so happy you brought that up because I never thought this is like my third time seeing this movie too. And yeah, honestly, I know our audience a little bit. The people that have commented, the people that would, and I believe you know you set them up for this is just fun. Like, you know, it's yeah. not overly a like too hor but like because it's built around this horror movie, it's more about this like you said, the story about grieving, about letting people go. Um Yeah. You know. Ah, uh, I don't know. Like I lost someone this week, my old lead singer uh from a band that I was in for a a while. I think I brought it up before, Decoy Decoy. Um she passed away like a week and a half ago now. So yeah. suddenly I don't it's, know the, the, but like, you know, it was a rough week for me, like yeah. ups and well, downs, I mean, it's, and, you know, getting over someone in your, you know, I mean, someone in your thirties, it's not, it's real early to go, man. And it's like never losing. Anyone's not easy. Again, it's like loss and all this stuff. It, it's, it's probably a pretty good, yeah. Like, you know, kind of like poignant movie for you at that particular time. Right. It's like, it's not like, it's not your mom, right? But that doesn't matter. Like you're, you're someone you care about. That's all that matters, right? The so. amount of people I know from just again, like we're talking music industry stuff. Like my friends from the music industry that have now killed themselves is really messed up because. Yeah. Uh, and the the last thing I said to the last two people that I I, I know that have killed themselves was that I love them and please reach out and it's yeah. just you know. It doesn't make me feel it, any better that I I said the right thing. It just, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's fucking terrible. You would have felt worse if he would have said something shitty, right? That's the thing. It's like it's the you you were. I mean, Josh, I've known you for a couple of years now, and you are always a genuine and sweet dude, and like you always been like that. And so, just know that you've done everything you can, and that's it's always a thing where like when, when it comes to depression and suicide, I've lost people too for suicide. And you're just like, I think that I've always had it in my head that 
just being as good of a person you can and being as nice to like just bringing little amounts of joy to people is like is about all you could do to not only just make your own life better but you know to affect the lives of others you know that's so i don't know like I, i've been like working towards some uh some things like that like to spread some more positivity or like i'm working on my like a personal app thing that has that in mind as well and yeah to have this happen and i don't know it's like reaffirming the the positive just spread it when you when you can to everyone man seriously spread it spread it josh spread it good oh yeah spread it josh oh don't spread covid <laughs> spread love spread love man dude I, I say this all the time with all the shit that's happening in the world with like the the world war three trying to start and all this stuff like dude the fucked up shits happens man they just go out and be kind to someone for a little bit just be nice and just say hi open the door for someone just be just try to be a, like a human being to others like things that you never know how much you're gonna affect someone and like make their day better which you know can mean a lot for someone you know you never know who, whose day how bad someone's day has been it's just like it's like you never know but what is behind someone's smile it, it's, it's it, you don't know what's in there it's always like the 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 clowns the whole you know like Robin Williams talked about how like it's the people that are the saddest on the inside who are trying so hard to take care of others right so it's all that stuff, man. And just being kind to someone in the like a passing can be a lot. And it can mean, dude, the world, there's a lot of shit going on. Just, well, just be kind, has, man. It's definitely uh, brought this out of a few more people, too. So I feel yeah. like it's been a long time. If we can start to think about fun things again, getting together as groups yeah. and yeah. doing fun things together like I used to, I've, I have that in yeah. mind. Like I'm trying to get... Uh, other old band members together uh this yeah. week just to talk yeah to, it's been too long and yep. i hate even having those words in my vocabulary it's been too long because the yeah. people you love should know it all the time even though it's yep. you know hard i'm doing it man i'm bringing it together i'm gonna try and have uh a couple fun projects on the books for this year too because i don't know uh if i've ever had more fun than I had with old band members making short films together. That's yeah. always been what we did, right? So I wanted to have at yeah. least a short film on the docket for this year to be made again and bring us yeah. all back together and like, fuck COVID, man. <laughs> Let's yep, do some do shit it. again. Fucking kick some ass, man. That's what I say. When I went to those couple concerts at the end of last year, I went and saw Dead Mouse and, and uh, High Lung and just music, you know, just is, has that healing property, right? And just being in the Red Rocks and just watching these bands in this amazing venue is just like it's so fucking cool. And uh it's an experience, it just, man. Experiences yeah. music are are everything. Like yeah. life That's why dude, I I will never understand thing, people man. You gotta fucking yeah. experience it. The people that record like whole things at concerts instead of like being there and just enjoying <laughs> it, man. Like you're never gonna look at that stuff on your phone. Like just enjoy that moment of what, you know, just as a, you get older, you just start realizing it is those moments. Like that's a, you have to embrace all those things you can because if you don't, like it's gonna, it's gonna be gone, like man. Shit. Maybe get yeah. your second favorite song, not your first favorite song, because you're yeah. gonna watch it yeah. back yeah. and go, "Fuck, that sounds like shit." <laughs> Dude, I, I've never, I never watched one of those videos either. 
Like I've never gone back and watched a video I've recorded at a concert. Not even the ones that like I don't do it a whole time, so I'll record little bits of stuff. And I'm like, nah, there's no point. Okay, Josh. I say go watch Final Girls because this movie's dope. Yes. It's really good. And I enjoyed it. It's tons of fun. Um I I don't know how many places it's streaming now. It was like it was on Hulu for a while, but like you could go rent it or whatever for three bucks. The movie's definitely worth seeing, so it's a lot of fun. I enjoy the shit out of it. It's again, it's a PG thirteen movie, so you're not getting you're not getting your gore candy as as I've heard it called. But. We we started the night watching Hot Fuzz because we're doing the Cornetto trilogy over there. And like nice. my youngest niece is thirteen and we watched Hot Fuzz first and then my then my sister's like, Oh, are you gonna be okay to watch the final girls? Because it's like a horror movie and she's like it's PG thirteen, whatever. And I was like, we just watched Hot Fuzz. It's way gorier than this. Like, and she was fine. So you know, it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, Josh, I don't know what we're gonna watch next week, and I'm not like I'm tired after a long. I've it's been a long couple of days, but good couple of days, but long. So I guess we'll figure it out later. And I have something in mind, but I gotta check some things and let you know. Okay, uh, and then we'll tweet we'll tweet out about it. So, what do you think, um, Josh? Porn again, or are we just going straight indie again? This is kind of oh, indie, I guess, but th- there's so many big names. It's indie. It's it's, uh, it's hard to it's hard to call it yeah. in an indie movie when there's like so many actors in it that you've seen from like big things. Yeah, it's it's a big cast when yeah. it comes to that stuff, especially for a horror movie. Yeah. Um, I it's still indie though. I think a lot of those people were were my like mildly big at the point this came out at at most. So, um, I there's a couple things I I was thinking that the shutters just brought a bunch of the French extreme movies onto their service. So I want I was thinking about going back to that, but there was also someone would talk to me about come wanting to come on and talk about something. So I was okay. wondering if we would need to do that or something. I don't know, Josh. Where can we find you though before we, when we get out of here? Uh go to joshwrb.com. There you go. All of my links are there. That's an easy one. Yep. And murdermoose.com. And I am Rod underscore Johnson on Twitter, Twitch, and wherever I am. So hang out, man. Hang out and do shit. So Josh, you can tell everyone go to murdermoose.com, like I said, and leave us a five star review on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Ooh, but Josh, I love your face and I'm always happy to see you weekly and be your friend and talk shit with movies and talk Same shit dude. about movies, talk sh- shit with, just you know, you know I mean. all over each other. We're just, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just, we're squirting love all over each other. It's just like <laughs> sticky, sticky love, Josh. Oh my God. <laughs> I love you buddy and I'll see you everyone next week thank you for listening and bye, bye!